Hello, Tiger fans. Welcome back to another episode of the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Ethan Scott, joined alongside Cody. I. Cody, how are you doing today? I'm doing good as always. How about you? I'm doing good. We are joined alongside two varsity wrestling coaches, Coach Rodney Jones and Coach Biff Jones. Guys, how are you all doing today? Wonderful. Doing good. Sounds good. Sounds good. District duels have wrapped up. So far, your guys' season going pretty well. Uh, Coach Rodney, we'll start with you. Uh, what are your thoughts just on your team so far throughout the year? Thoughts on the team to this point in the season are, are very positive. Uh, you know, you start the season every year with a group of guys, and, and the goal is always to see how good you can make that group. And this group is definitely uh, improving from week to week, and I think they've definitely improved from where we were at the beginning of the year. Uh, like you said, we just wrapped up district duels with three victories over uh, Dale City, Enid, and Owasso, which qualified Broken Arrow for the dual state championship for the 16th year in a row. And to think about that, 16 years, and that's a long time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it just, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> been qualifying for the dual state tournament as long as you've been alive. And uh, just says a lot about the program and, and the kids in the program and, and everybody involved. Yeah, consistency is something that we talk about all the time. And since uh, since the season started, our kids have performed on a, on a very consistent level, which is exciting to us because – we're kind of at a plateaued point right now in our season, and we're going to start climbing, trying to peak here pretty quick. But the consistency that our kids have showed week in, week out, match after match, is pretty impressive. And that's what one of the things that we talk about the most is is how steady this group is, and how how I don't know. We're just we're excited about them being consistent all the way to the end. I know you just talked about consistency, but is there something else that led to like the amount of success you guys have been having, or is it really just the consistency? I think we have good leadership this year. We have, uh, I think, uh, one kid that sticks out that's had had uh, maybe consistency issues is Ethan Rodriguez, and he's kind of taken our team and taken a leadership role, and our kids really like Ethan, and they respect him. Not only is he leading in the wrestling room, but he's leading on the mat. He's leading in behavior. And he's just been a, a great example as a senior that um, a lot of our kids are buying into and following. And uh, Ethan's doing a great job. Uh, yeah, I agree. Sure. All right, guys. Well, we have a game to play. It's just going to be uh, just uh, – we're just going to ask you questions. You guys are just going to give us uh, names of, you know, players on your guys' team. And uh, you guys ready? Ready when you are. All right. I'll ask you first, Coach Rodney Jones. Here we go. Coach, who was the loudest? The loudest guy on the team? Yes. Uh, Caleb Collins. Who has the best hair? Best hair. Uh, that's a tough one. I would say Hudson Beckley. Who is the uh, dynamic duo? The dynamic duo, oh, yeah. I think, would be, definitely be Caleb Collins and Evan Rodriguez. Who is the funniest? Funniest kid on the team? Uh I don't know. It seems like maybe Garrett Stinchcomb. Who has the best energy? The best energy, most energy, uh, brings the energy, um, Andrew Lawless. Who is the best dancer? <laughs> That's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen him dance a whole lot. I'll say Cooper Cook. All right. Now I got some questions for you. Uh, who is the social butterfly on the team? Social butterfly would be Garrett Stinchcomb. 
who has the best smile on the team? Garrett Stinchcomb. <laughs> <laughs> who who would you say the hardest worker on the team is? I would say Cadence Roop. Cadence. And who is the most photogenic person on the team? Garrett Stinchcomb. <laughs> this guy's sweeping it. Who has the best car on the team? I would say Cooper Cook. Is it Charger? Mm-hmm. Okay. Challenger. Challenger. Who has the most sportsmanship on the team? Surprisingly, in the past, not. But this year, one of the leading uh, behavior uh, guys with great behavior examples, Ethan Rodriguez. Who is the guy that's always late to practice? My son's pretty close. Owen Jones is usually always late. <laughs> and is who is the best singer on the team? That'd be Coach Rodney Jones. <laughs> Coach Rodney Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's all you got for him, Cody. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Tiger Sports Report. When we get back, we'll be talking some NFL, NBA, all that type of stuff. And, yeah, we'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. Right now, get $200 from TTCU Federal Credit Union when you open a new checking account with direct deposit. What would you buy with $200? Cars, race cars, my own apartment, 100 coloring books, and a puppy. Or maybe some groceries and a tank of gas. $200 for whatever works for you from TTCU. Because life is better in balance. Welcome back, Tiger fans, to the Tiger Sports Report. We are now joined alongside Bray Woodall and Bianca, reader for the NBA segment. Guys, how y'all doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Bray. How about yourself? Doing awesome. That's awesome to hear, Bray Woodall. Bianca, I think you got some questions for us. I do. Okay, so I'm dying to know. I want to know some early finals predictions for you guys. Start with Bray. I think the the Bucks are going to go all the way. And for the West, I think Golden State is going to go all the way. And I think um, the Bucks will come up on top. I'm probably going to go with the Bucks winning it all also because their team is the most complete and they have one of the best players, a top three player in the league, probably top two. And I, I can't say the Warriors. They're too, they've been too like inconsistent, especially at, not at home. So I'll probably go with like that's – a, that's a tough one. Ethan, you go, you go ahead. I need to think about that one for a second. In the Eastern Conference, I got two teams that I really want to see do some big things. I know Bray will love this answer, the 76ers. Um Love watching them, Joel Embiid and James Harden, dynamic duo. And I, I want to see Harden, you know, take that next step in order to uh, actually gain some uh, history in his legacy when it comes to actually making the finals and actually winning it. You know, it's really fun to really fun to watch. Um, he's, he's just awesome, one of my favorite players. Um, but I mean, as you guys said, the Bucks, very very strong team, most complete team is very correct. Giannis Antetokounmpo, that man is a dog. Um, he's going to continue to do what he does, and I mean. There's a reason he's an MVP favorite almost every single season, or he's at least in the race. I mean, he's just a, a, a stud on that basketball court for the West. Um, I'd say the Warriors, too. I, I love what they're doing. Uh, Curry's back, I've seen. And, you know, it's just a – it's it's the Warriors are always a contender every single season. I mean, this year they're just looking very, very solid. Steph Curry, especially, and, you know, Clay Thompson also doing his thing. Uh, I, I figured mine out. It's the Nuggets. Oh, the Nuggets. Yeah, I can't forget about Jokic. I made a Jokic uh, reference last night during the uh, Broken Arrow basketball game. Uh, this dude on made a Nikola Jokic-type pass. It was pretty sick, pretty sick. Alrighty, What player has not stood out to you as much as you wish? I'm going to have to go. Man, that's a tough one. I 
You, you go, Bray. I can't really think right now. Hold on. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Rudy Gobert. That's even though I, mm. I I I yeah. love Rudy Gobert, I'm one of his like biggest fans, bro. Like I, I hope he wins Defensive Player of the Year this year. He's probably not, but uh, they spent like so much to get him. They gave like what four first round picks? Yeah, Patrick Beverly and all these guys, and now they're what? They're not even in the playoffs right now. I think they're like right above the Thunder in the seating. They're like the ninth seed. They're in the play-in. So is the Thunder. But um, yeah, probably Rudy Gobert. I was I was gonna say Rudy as well, but uh, to mix it up a little bit, I'll go with um, probably. I mean, Rudy. The team has just been so disappointing. I don't know if there's anybody. Probably Clay Thompson or Kawhi Leonard, but not as for the same reasons as Rudy, but because of how hurt they've been. And well, Clay Thompson's been just like kind of inconsistent, other than his big game that he had without Curry. But I would probably go with uh, Kawhi Leonard as my second one, just because he's been hurt. I'm gonna go Kawhi Leonard as well. Ever since he has come back and you know started playing again this season, I haven't heard big many big things from him. He's having uh, like 13 points. Yeah, and I mean it stinks to see that dude because I love yeah. Kawhi. He's such an awkward dude, but he's so funny. Like he's just a fun player to watch. And this season, just the Clippers in general, him and the, him and the him and the squad just not playing at the the best that they can. I mean, Lakers aren't playing too well either. I mean, it's kind of a toss up of trashness there in LA this season. So. I mean, I just you know, Kawhi Leonard's definitely up there for me. Rudy Gobert too. Just yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff was spent on him in order to bring him over, and he's just not doing good, man. It stinks to see. Alrighty, now what team has surpassed your guys' expectations? I'm gonna have to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Very strong, you know. Anytime, and this dates back all the way to uh, 2018 or 27. Oh, it was 2019 when uh, LeBron joined the Lakers. My fault. This states back all the way to 2019, but also this states back to 2014 when LeBron went back to the uh, to the Cavs, and when LeBron left the Heat. This also dates back to you know 2010. Anytime LeBron leads a team, they are in the trenches. They are in the trenches for like the next 10 years, possibly. It's it's foreseeable. It's 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 depressing over there and the teams that he leaves. But the Cavaliers, they've picked up quick. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's having a great season this year. Uh, Marking in, he's doing pretty solid. I mean, it's just it's just uh it's it's a very very solid squad and i just you know the cavaliers have definitely stood out to me this season also i'll say this as a team that stood out to me this year and i know they're as you said they're just right behind the jazz but the uh, thunder i think the thunder are doing pretty solid this season i like watching the thunder man the thunder have been doing well shea gilts alexander he's a strong all-star candidate unfortunately even though he's averaging so much can't be an mvp candidate just due to the fact that he plays for the thunder but I mean, I mean, yeah, the Thunder and the Cavaliers definitely for me are my uh, two standouts this season. Alrighty, Cody. I'll probably have to go with the Pelicans because uh, they have such a young core and they're so high in the seedings. I think they're fourth now. They did drop a little bit, but they're they're either four or five as of right now. Their team is super young, also with Bi and Zion and, and Trey Murphy and oh, I can't think of the other guy's name right now. Uh, Herbert something Herbert, but he's a great perimeter. Herbert Jones. Yeah, Herbert Jones. Thank you. Uh, he's a he's a. He's a great perimeter defender, and overall the team's just going to grow. They have Jonas Valanciunas. He led the league in three-point percentage last year as a center. I mean, I, I would probably have to go with them. Uh, Ethan, you took my answer, the Thunder, because, uh, you know, Shea's been uh, popping off. He's been averaging, like, what, like 32? He's, like, top Still, five in scoring. Still, per game and total points. And, like, everyone around him has been clicking. There hasn't been, like, one player who's been playing, like, bad on the team. They have uh, the rookie Jalen Williams who's been stepping up. You know, Josh Giddy, you know, filling in his role. So, yeah, they could make a uh, play and push and possibly make the A seed. Alrighty, thank you guys so much. That's all the questions I have for you guys. Thank you, Bianca. When we get back, we'll be starting up with the uh, NFL segment. You know, we're playoff time. It's It's been fun so far throughout the divisional round. And, yeah, we'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold. 
and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments and we are fully prepared for your safety in our care. As we open our doors again, our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back to the Tiger Sports Report. I'm Ethan Scott, now joined alongside Jaden Stewart and Noah Manis. Guys, how y'all doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Sounds good, sounds good. So we are officially past the divisional round, or excuse me, the wild card round in the uh, NFL playoffs now. Huge wins for all the teams that did actually advance. Uh, a lot of close games too. There were uh, only like two games were separated by two or more point or two or more uh, touchdowns. So it's it's been pretty fun to watch so far. Uh, Jaden, let's start with you. Dallas Cowboys. They beat the Buccaneers Monday Night Football in the wild card, thirty-one to fourteen. Brett Maher missed an NFL record in the playoffs, four extra points. What do you think about the Dallas Cowboys as they head into the divisional round against Brock Purdy and the San Francisco Forty ers I think they're actually going to beat San Francisco. Brock Purdy's going to face a tough defense. They're probably going to get him pressured a lot. And I just think it's going to affect him, and he won't perform like he has been. And if Dak plays like he has been, he'll for sure win it. You know, that's a great point to make there. I think Brock Purdy uh, doesn't have – he doesn't know what's, what's ahead of him. You know, Cody, we were talking about this outside the podcast room. You seem to be very high on the fact that Brock Purdy is going to absolutely somehow just destroy the Cowboys, especially with, oh, he has so many weapons. Oh, my gosh. Brock Purdy, uh, Cody, in his rookie season as Mr. Irrelevant, in the seven games he has played, has played nobody below the top 25 in defense. He has played nothing but rock-bottom defenses his entire season so far. He has weapons around him. Don't get me wrong. Christian McCaffrey is a freaking weapon. That dude's a unit. Debo Samuel, a weapon, a unit. George Kittle, a weapon, a unit. These are insane players that the 49ers have, but Brock Purdy, he's a rookie, has to lose at some point. There has never been a rookie quarterback to ever make the Super Bowl in the history of the entire NFL. The closest thing we've ever gotten was Joe Burrow last season in his second season making it. So, you know, with that being said, Cody, what's your rebuttal? Well, I don't, I, I'm not defending Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy's like special in any way. It's that team around him that makes him special. You throw any quarterback on that team, they're going to be good. Yeah, he's a rookie, but no rookie's also been thrown in as good of a situation as Brock Purdy's been in. They have they have a top five defense, in my opinion, the best defense in the league. They have the best defense in the league. They have one of the best O-lines. They have the, one of the best receiving cores. They have a top three tight end in the league, and they have, in my opinion, also the best running back in the league and best receiving back. They Like, you can't do bad in that system. And and to to, to diss on the Cowboys, Dak's not been playing good. He, he yeah, he hasn't been playing too well. Jaden Sturry does lead the NFL in interceptions after missing five games. He has uh, fifteen in the regular season. I'll give him the fact that he also has average, like he averages the most points. The Cowboys average the most points when he is playing, but like they also haven't played much, and that's also kind of inflated because of the big games they had. They've had they had three like. 35 plus games whenever he played in the regular season and that's what inflates his stats to make him look like he did all that but really he hasn't really had I don't think he's had a game over 300 passing yards yet 
since coming back. Unless Actually, he did, unless he did it last game. Um, he did do it last game. Back. 360 passing okay. yards against the Buccaneers. Five touchdowns. Um, Broken coverage. My <laughs> okay. Anyways, listen. What I think about the Dallas Cowboys is it goes back to the 80s. This is about to be a doomsday defense type scenario. The Cowboys is defense. You're saying the 49ers have the best defense in the NFL. I think this Cowboys defense is the closest thing we have seen since the 2002 Ravens. I don't care how outlandish that sounds. I think it's better than Legion of Boom. I think it's better than a lot of things. Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs is a dynamic duo. Leighton Vander Esch is a freaking beast. There are so many weapons. Demarcus Lawrence, so many weapons on that Dallas Cowboys defensive line and just linebacker position in general. The defensive backs are insane. The Dallas Cowboys, in my opinion, have the best chance of making the NFC Championship game over the 49ers simply due to the fact that Micah Parsons is about to be a pest at Santa Clara, California, or Santa Barbara, excuse me, California, against Brock Purdy at Levi Stadium. It's it's not going to be it's not going to be fun. This is going to be Brock Purdy's welcome to the NFL moment. Yeah, that's I, for I, sure. I got the Cowboys over the 49ers as well. You know, I think they're going to absolutely destroy the 49ers. Brock Purdy's not ready for him at all. I don't think it matters at the end of the day. I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, so I think this is just an irrelevant <laughs> okay, matchup. Well. But I do think the 49ers will win it out. Will win win against the Cowboys at least. Yeah. I actually have the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Same here, brother. Same here. Hey. Same here. So this actually this let's segue on okay over to our Super Bowl predictions. Okay, this is a great time to do so. Plus, running out of time, Cody. I'll start with you. Super Bowl prediction. We already know the Eagles are making it in your bracket. Who is making it in the AFC? The Bengals. The Bengals. I got the Bills on that. Josh Allen has. Is kind of I got the Bills beating the Chiefs. Josh, Josh Allen's decision no. making throughout this whole season has been very okay. poor, in my opinion. He throw, he's thrown a lot of just dumb interceptions that have been his fault, and he it's really not, he has no excuse. Like the team, I think he'll progress better. You got Joe Shiesty making the moves though this season again after last year. I, I mean, I just don't think back that, to back births. I think he's in Patrick Mahomes' head at this point. So I don't think the Chiefs are. I mean, that Bengals team is so much like. It's so much more complete than the Chiefs team because the G- Chiefs team's defense is it's not good. The Chiefs defense is not good. The Bengals isn't great, but it's better. And then that the the Bengals have a probably in my opinion, off the top of my head, probably the best receiving core in the league. Uh with with T. Higgin, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase. But I mean Jade. I got the Bills Cowboys making it. Bills Super Cowboys. Bowl. I have the Chiefs and Cowboys. I think Patrick Mahomes, uh, they got the first round by not like that means anything. We've seen first-round by teams lose plenty of times. But Patrick Mahomes, I don't think the Chiefs paid that man $500 million over a course of 10 years for no reason. He's, um, He, in my opinion, is probably the most complete quarterback we've seen in a long time, and I think he's really going to prove it throughout this playoffs. He's mad, definitely, about how uh, last season ended. I mean, you're right. Josh Allen's def- – or, sorry, Joe Burrow is definitely in that man's head. But I think if they do end up rematching, if they do somehow – or will they rematch? Actually, I believe they – no, no, wait – Chiefs play the Bills, right? Upcoming. Okay, so yeah. if they do rematch again in the AFC Championship game, I think that'll set up a very, very fun scenario, especially since it'll be back at Arrowhead, and I think the Chiefs end up winning that one uh, and getting revenge over last season. That's a good storyline. I think the NFL would love to see that. And, yeah, the Cowboys, in my opinion. Um, With the Eagles, okay, Jalen Hurts, injured shoulder. We just got news yesterday he's going to be on the uh, report or the, uh, the player report. He's going to be playing. I think the Cowboys make it and against they play against the Chiefs, and that's that's my prediction for sure. And I believe that's all we have. So, uh, yeah, when we get back, we'll be joined alongside Varsity Wrestling Boys uh, as opposed to the coaches. So, yeah, we'll be right back with more Tiger Sports Report after this. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, 
we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow, the right balance. Hello, Tiger fans, and welcome back to the last segment here of the Tiger Sports Report for today. I'm Ethan Scott, now joined alongside Varsity Boys wrestlers Cooper Cook and Ethan Rodriguez. Guys, how y'all doing today? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. So, you know, District Duels just got done wrapping up. Uh, how are, what are your guys' thoughts so far on the season? Ethan, let's start with you. Uh, uh, last year, we had a bunch of troubles uh, with, like, the culture in the room and stuff like that. Uh, I said we had a lot of downs, and towards the end of the season, we tried to pick everything back up and wouldn't go our, our way. And I think this season, uh, a lot of our guys have brought, bought in today, them this year. And uh, it's everyone's just having fun while wrestling. And when the team's having fun together, it's just winning, losing is fun. So when we're doing that, this team is just getting closer and closer to win another state title. And it's an exciting year, man, especially getting done with district duels, uh, going through some tough matches, you know, we're getting where our gas tanks are pretty high and we're fighting through third period really well. That's really where we're starting to beat people. Uh, Coach Biff Jones, Ethan, called you a really big vocal leader on the uh, team. How do you, you know, use your leadership to make your teammates around you, including Cooper right here, just to the best that they can be? Mm -hmm. I want to be like a really good leader for them and show them going through high school, just with my past years of having ups and downs through wrestling, I want to show them that no matter what, there's still a bigger picture no matter what you're facing or if we lose or anything. Uh, so me stepping up and to the plate and showing them how it's supposed to be done and just helping everyone through everything, I think it helps. it's helping the team a lot. And Cooper, with you, uh, what, do, what does Coach Rodney Jones uh, do that makes it to where you and you know your teammates just play to the best of their uh, abilities? I think really just um, kind of bonding as a team fighting for each other has really made us a lot stronger, uh, especially with Coach Rodney. He's been working a lot recently on um, like kind of growing us as a program. I mean, I know we have definitely gone through some troubles, and uh, now that we're getting together and really like fighting for it, we're doing a lot better. All right, guys, so we're going to quickly play a who am I type of game. So basically, I'm going to ask you about like five questions. I'm going to ask you five questions. You guys are just going to give me names, okay? You guys ready? Ethan, let's start with you. Who on the team has the best sportsmanship? Kate Troop. Who is the most photogenic? I don't know. Maybe Caleb Collins. Caleb Collins. Caleb. Okay. Who has the best car? That's me, easily. Cooper Cook or Severin Torres. What do you What do you drive, Cooper? The Challenger. Yeah, yeah. The coaches were talking about that too. Who is the hardest worker? Probably Roop. Roop. Okay, it's Roop. Who is always late to practice? Mm. We don't have very many like yeah. starting guys. I'm assuming they're pretty strict that. about yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, Who has the best smile? I say me. <laughs> I'll, I'll back you up on that. Who is the best singer on the team? All of us. The other night we had karaoke on the oh, bus. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah, on the bus mm. they were jamming out the whole way back. Yeah. Who has the best energy? Caden Troop. He, yeah, brings it, he lights the room up. Who is the funniest? Right, Brammer. Severin, Severin or Brammer. Yeah. Who is the dynamic duo of the squad? So it's three. We got the th three, we got amigos. three amigos. Yeah. It's me, my brother, and Severin Torres. Who has the best hair? Uh... That's we, tough. we all have short hair. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that's not, like, <laughs> keep it short. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a hard one. We'll move on. Who is the best dancer? Sever. Yeah, if I Sever. 
Who is the loudest in the room? Uh, Evan. Evan Rodriguez, my brother. Yeah, he's pretty loud. And finally, guys, who is the social butterfly of the wrestling team? It's them three. Again, it's the three amigos. Three amigos. All righty. Well, that's all the time we have for you guys here today. Uh, fans, thank you so much for joining us here on another episode of the Tiger Sports Report. We'll be back next week. You know, NFL playoffs still continuing, so we'll definitely be talking about that, and we'll bring on some more athletes. And, uh, yeah, I'm Ethan Scott. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next time.